Yeah, what up, what up, what up? Thanks again for tuning in. This is The Activated Podcast. Your host, as always, Ebu, and I'm back, baby. I'm back like I never left. Um, I just want to thank y'all very much for always tuning in. Um, always support, always hit me up. I know a couple of people do hit me up for me and then as soon as the episode don't go up. Uh, but, you know, like I was, um, you know, I was in the period of dealing with a lot of shit. That was going on in my own personal life uh, I was also celebrating 29 years of being alive and, and kicking And all my limbs still working And being thankful for that And also I think I was using that Off period to kind of deconnect So I could reconnect with myself I mean that sounds a little deep But to be honest with you Sometimes life you know As you're going through it And, and maybe some of y'all can attest to it If you're listening right now Is that um, you tend to, to go hard But you're not really taking time to to look back or to at least be in the moment or enjoying what you really what it is that you're actually doing so um so right before the time um i had put out the, the uh, good vibes only episode i felt good about that and by the way if you are listening today uh if you've not listened to that episode you need to go back episode 25 shout out to k3 uh for coming through and and we had a you know a, a very fruitful conversation um, Also the full videos out on YouTube So for those who You know always hit me up Like yeah I like watching videos better For this one it's a treat So there's a video And there's also the audio um, I listen to both um, And I enjoyed it And a lot of people be hitting me up Like yo that was good man And um, also his project is still out I'm still listening to it It's incredible um, Can't remember where I was um, I was at a party And I was You know I was throwing A couple of tracks in, in between there And uh, people was just Vibing to it So it was good music The Sun Is Out Project KT3 uh, Look it up on SoundCloud And um, also If you have not Listened to that episode Please go ahead It's the last one So um, Go ahead and, and you know what I mean Get get up to speed Sort of thing uh, Before I get started Today's episode A couple of announcements I want to make I mean A lot of things Been happening behind Um of course, behind closed door, behind the scenes, or whatever you want to refer to. Uh, so before I even get into that, uh, I want to give a couple of announcements. Uh, if you are in the city of Toronto, if you listen to this from Toronto, uh, there is the African All White Boat Cruise coming up uh, June sixteenth. That's eleven Paulson Pier. Um, I will definitely be there. Listen. Y'all don't hear me promote no other parties like that on here, which I could, but this is this is the only. All white party that I go to usually every year, right? Um, you know, and plus because I only go to one all white party, I could throw on the same outfit. Listen, I don't know about y'all. Every time y'all go to all white, y'all gotta go get an all white outfit. I don't wear white pants, so this is the only time I'm gonna wear white pants. So I've been wearing the same white pants for probably the last four to five years. You know what I'm saying? As long as I don't get obese, them pants is still going. So, um, I do got a couple of tickets left. Um, so if you are looking for tickets, please hit me up, uh, DC Wizboy, which is my personal IG page or activated podcast page. Or if you got my phone number, whatever it is, hit me up. I can get you some tickets. Early bird tickets are sold out. I think they're going for 60 bucks right now, but, uh, I guarantee you that this party here, I've been to a lot of parties, but this, 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 I look forward to it every year. So, uh, all white boat cruise party going down next week, June sixteenth, um, eleven Paulson Pier. And um, if you're on my social media, you will see me posting that, so you'll be able to get a better sense of things. And 
also there is special kind of announcement i don't know if i i can even talk about this yet um as you know i just recently got the phone call you know when you get the phone call you're like oh shit this is happening but then you don't want to get on social media and over um or anticipate then this shit don't pull through so um stay tuned um exciting things happening also as a reminder afrofest 30th anniversary is coming up um, in July So it's usually The first week of July You will see me post And promote that heavily Because I love Afrofest I am part of Afrofest We put our hands together And make Afrofest uh, As good and as big As it can be And this is actually 30th um, Year they've been doing it I've only been partaking in it Maybe in the past Six, seven years or so um, I went from just being A regular bystander Going there Just to get phone numbers Right Because everybody knows Like Afrofest Got the joints um, so like actually You know being part of it and, and doing an after party Which we are also doing this year There's two after parties Both Saturday and Sunday um, July 7th and 8th Right just look at it It was the first week I mean I'm sure that's the right date But you know what I mean Like I don't have my notes In front of me And things like that So uh, that being said So it's coming up And uh, yeah It's gonna be exciting man We expecting At least a thousand people At the after party uh, Over a hundred thousand people Come to this festival Every year Um so, if you're African, shit, whatever you are, it don't even matter if you're African or not. If you're just looking for good time and good people, beautiful people, uh, make sure you come through, okay? AfroFest 30th anniversary is going down. Um, <laughs> there's a line that I say, but I don't know if I'm going to say it here. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, first thing I want to get into, I was talking about uh, deconnecting to reconnecting and, and that sort of stuff And so this year I turned 29 Shout out to me, I'm 29 years old um, I've been called old, I've been called young You know, it, it's weird to me because People that are like two years younger than you Think that they really, like they're young, right? And people that are like three years older than you Feel like they're old Which, uh, Guys, if you guys don't understand, like, with a decade, I think anybody, so we are within the same decade, give or take. Maybe not even, the, but, like, I know it's, like, 80s baby to 90s baby, but technically I'm 89, so I could also be considered 90, but I'm really not because I'm 80. You know, it's it's a weird confusion kind of thing, but give or take, I think if y'all within 10 years, you are really the same kind of era. I mean, not really, but you are the same era, and... On top of it too Like you gotta think about it Like when we get to 50 So for those that think They're younger than me And they, they You know They're 27 right now I'm 29 So when I get to 50 They'd be 48 So I, I don't think A 48 years old Or 50 years old Goes at a 48 years old Damn you young Cause at that point Y'all both old Right So I be trying to um, put that in perspective For certain people But uh, age don't bother me Reason why it don't bother me Because Things I'm able to do Now today At 29 uh, I never could have done When I was 18 um, Things that I know now I didn't know then I am um, definitely living I'm in a what I want to say, uh, if my life is is if I'm on a climax, if I'm a, at the top, I'm kind of like I don't want to say I'm at the top, but I'm definitely like feeling good about for the past four or five years. Like I'm in the pocket where like I'm like damn, like I'm satisfied in the sense where I've there's not many things I have to complain about um, that I can't really figure out a way to to resolve it or get or get to that you know. Or get it Yeah to get it resolved Essentially so And Not even put in perspective Because I know Every time we talk about That I think the first thing The Ding 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 Goes off in your head Is like We think about money Like Money is, is It has 
been projected to us as the thing that we equate to success. But success is really having to, to me, is having the ability to do things you like to do without feeling the pressure to do these things. So if you wake up every day, you go enjoy your job, that's success, right? Like regardless if you're getting paid 40,000, 50,000 uh, or 60,000 or whatever it is, like you still like, damn, I enjoy doing this. I'm in a position where, you know, I'm not stressed out. So when you could remove a lot of stress from your life, it starts to feel like, damn, let me enjoy it. Which is hence the reason why I was, you know, I was putting out, you know, I started this six months ago now, six, seven months ago. So consistently, I, I don't think I've missed many Fridays, um, except the holidays, which of course I had, you know, I wasn't moving in one place. Um, I wasn't in one place. So it was harder for me to get it done because I was traveling. But, uh, you know, I, I went to, to, I was down south. I was in Austin. I was in San Antonio, whatever. And I still put out an episode in between it. So, and also I had pre recorded episode that I would um, put out even when I went out around. So I, I think for the most part, people haven't gotten a sense like, of me not really being around because every Friday the episode goes out. So, but I, I really, like, I took some time. Um, so for me, and I think I talked about this uh, when I released the New Year episode. Uh, I think that's when I had Sarah and and um, Fake D. Oh, freak. She gonna kill me. How, how could I forget her name? I my mind is literally going blank. Anissa. Shit. My bad, Anissa. I ain't mean to do that to you. But uh, I had them both on there and then we talked about like setting up new year goals and and things of that nature and for me the restart point like when i realize okay cool how do i assess my year i usually use my birthday as the the date to restart so i look at what did i do when i was 27 when i turned 28 what do i do uh what did i do when i was 28 when i turned 29 so that's like my point where i'd be like okay cool like last year was cool what did i do what can i improve on you know, what's next, what's not next, you know, what is all the habits that I need to get rid of, what is habits that I need to, you know, to improve upon, what are things that I need to consistently do and things I need to not consistently do, if that makes sense. So 29, I mean, 29, right? When we talk about 29 and like, oh man, you about to be 30, your life about to be over, you're not married and all these things that people put uh, before you or they trying to influence you. Really, um, I've not felt my life, in a lot of ways, I feel like some is a combination of two things. It's a combination of consistency, hard work, and perfect opportunity. So that being said, I think that um, besides like what we would see as what accomplishing things are, I think I'm able to every year just figure out a new way to keep going And then when I think about it um, Shout out to my high school football coach Mr. Watkins He once said in practice That like as a team He used to say this to us all the time As a team If we are able to improve 1% every day At the end of the month Or at the end of the week We're like 7% better 30 days 30% better So then I try to apply that to my life On, on a personal level So I look at it like, okay, cool. Like, I don't have to do nothing drastic. I don't got to put that kind of pressure on me. But if from year to year, and I could just do small improvements here and there, like, for example, okay, you know what? This year I've been saving $200 a paycheck. Let me see if I could do $225 or $250, right? 
for this shit And then after a couple months That becomes like the thing You forget you even doing it At the end of the year You realize Oh shit I saved $2,000 and you're like, okay, next year, let me see if I could do hmm, $2,300 or whatever it is. So, so uh, to gauge it, you just got to, I, I like to focus on the little 1% that I can improve on, improve upon, which is attainable to me as well. Because sometimes what we do is we kind of set ourselves up and, I, and I, I'm not sitting there telling you to overthink or to try to overachieve because that's very... Um, that honestly it depends on you personally because i could come and tell you no you need to do this but make sure you should have it and some for some it works for some it don't i'm just telling you how i do it i don't know what works for you uh you just got to figure out on your own and I, I don't know if i'm good at telling people uh which path they should take which path they shouldn't take so essentially it's like um start to focus on so i look back at 28 what did i do um I started a podcast when I was 28, which was around September. Cool. Now, before I got to that point, uh, it took me about a year and a half to two years when I was thinking about the idea. So before I even got to it, it took it was probably like 80 percent um, putting ideas together and 20 percent execution. The execution came quick because. From the time I was like, okay, I'm going to do it, to the time that the first episode came out, it was probably like um, four to eight weeks, somewhere, somewhere around there. Like, it's just, because uh, I was I was very anal about certain things where, you know, I mean, my number one thing was like, I need to have uh, good sound quality. So now we'll look at bigger podcasts, how they do it. I really, I'm in love with the style that, you know, everybody comes in and you get everybody mic, so you're able to... Um, Understand clearly what they're saying. Now I know sometimes, um, and I've seen this uh, where you know podcasts are doing one mic at a time. And I mean, they're you know it's like four or five people in the room, and then they record one at a time. And the reason why I don't like that is like as soon as people start to laugh in the room, it just muffles the sound, and it just gets super high pitched and things like that. So now, um, on average, it's not expensive. To get a mic or two I think uh, I've gotten them off Amazon Right So if you look at the starter podcast You go on Amazon Most of the equipment is there I think the most expensive thing Is called the audio um, Audio device Right um, um, Audio interface Sorry Audio interface So what that does is This is what Receives the sounds And inputs it through Your laptop and that this thing it ranges. I mean, it goes from two to four hundred dollars or whatever it is. So I think maybe for some people it's kind of scary, but I, I always look at it like if you if you are really saying that this is your craft and you're gonna do it, you should do it properly, do it well. You know what I mean? So and so that was one of my, you know one of my main concern was you know okay uh, number one I need to make sure the sounds sounds good. So when you're listening to it, you like. You know, you're, you're the you're not you're not because sometimes we get distracted. Because I could throw on the podcast that I really want to listen to, and midway through I'm distracted because unless you're listening to it with headphones or whatever it is, like it just it just doesn't you. It's hard to follow the conversation because it's just not the best quality that that could be. So uh, I encourage people to to just kind of see and like i said i'm not here to tell nobody how to run their podcast shout out to y'all for doing it i still listen to it from time to time but i know like for me it's harder to to finish it when the sound quality is off so uh back to what i was saying so when i was 
28. That's kind of when I started. And uh, it's, it's changed my perspective on a lot of things. Uh, people I've gotten to talk to, the doors is opening up for me and things like that. And I think um, that was probably, you know, substantially, that was like one thing that you can like... Uh, see you know you can see okay here's what changed from last year to this year um in terms of what i improved on when i was 28 getting to 29 so one thing i you know i thought about and i was you know i'm super happy about it uh, and i appreciate the support and love that everybody shows me when it comes to this um and number two i think a little things that i also need to improve on or at least to challenge myself to get there so the day on my birthday, I went to work. Um, when people hit me up like, yo, at work? I was like, yeah. And then for some reason, people are shocked. But that's, I mean, I was planning something that weekend, so I didn't feel the need to to take a day off. Plus, it was on a Wednesday. So I got home that day, and um, I just, I was thinking. I was thinking, and, you know, my phone was going off. I was trying to respond to messages and things like that. And I kind of felt overwhelmed for a second. And uh, and shout out to my friend Nelly. She had hit me up at the time when we were texting each other. She was just saying happy birthday. We had a little conversation, and then she was like, "Yo, you should just like go enjoy yourself. Like turn off your phone. Like you know, and 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 just you know take the rest of the day to like just kick it." So I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna try it, right?" Because I was sitting there and I was like, I felt overwhelmed, even though like. In my like maybe nothing really was happening, but like in my mind it felt like it was too many things going on. Okay, I got worried about this. Oh, what day are we? Uh, I gotta you know I gotta hit up you know whatever it was going on at the time. So um, I turned off my phone, right? And I encourage people to do that from time to time. I mean, if you can, I'm not here. Like I don't know, right? But I was like, you know what? A good suggestion. I'm gonna try it. So in that moment, I turned on my TV. I went to YouTube and I put um, relaxing music. And then it pull up some three hour track or whatever. So I put that on on my TV, and then uh, I turn off my phone, and then I I, I lay there on the couch, and I told myself, uh, let me focus on listening to me breathing. Let's see if I could like just center my thought to where there's no distraction, like no other th- thoughts are interfering with the moment. I did that, and I think I've, after like ten minutes, I fell asleep. Fell asleep, um, slept through to about, this is maybe around 6 o'clock. I ain't wake up to maybe 10, 11-ish. And then I felt so, I felt like a, a storm of energy brewing from within. And I was like, shit, like this is what it really feels like. You know what I mean? Because the pressure, I mean, not the pressure, but you got to understand like, and I'm trying to explain this to people because I see a lot of people um, they're like yo I want to do a podcast whatever it is and I'm like okay cool like that's cool like would you envision like how how often you're going to drop which is very critical because for you to do an episode every Friday right which I do is that by Thursday at that point you either need to have one recorded or at least have an idea of what you're going to do. Now, I don't have the luxury to dedicate certain tasks to certain people. I do everything from start to finish. So from the audio editing, um, if there's a video coming out, um, I'm recently, um, earlier I was getting a little bit of help, but I recently took on that task as well, um, editing and all shooting a video, whatever it is. 
and uh, making sure that all the content is ready to go live on Friday. Now, the consistency from which you need to develop to get that done every Friday, I think most people will underestimate it when they go into the podcasting thing, right? Because I've seen a lot of people start and then they fall off. I mean, they fall off because also because I do it, I understand that like, yeah, man, it's hard. It's hard because um, podcasting is something that I love to do and I enjoy doing, but it is not the main, uh, if we want to say my main hustle, this is not my main hustle. This is uh, this is like, you know, you have your wife and you, you're married, you know, not married, but you got your side chick, which you enjoy, but you understand that like, hey, man, I might not be able to see you every week, but I'm going to try Right, so that's why I hit ghost the last couple of weeks. It's like, shit, man. This was getting not that it was getting too much, but it was like, man, I need to like refocus my energy, recenter it, and understand like, yo, why did I start doing this? It's because I enjoy it. Like, I need to, you know, because it is tough. Keep going, and this is just like one aspect of, you know, it's a lot of things I'm not even getting into that, that were affecting me personally. But it's like, yo, it's okay to like, you know, deconnect from the world a little bit. And when I mean deconnect, just like. You know what I mean? Go out, enjoy yourself. That's why I don't... Sometimes when I hit people up, like, yo, let's go out. And they're like, oh, no, I don't feel like going out. I don't... I mean, I understand different people um, have different ways of enjoying themselves. And, I mean, I don't judge nobody if they don't like to go to the club or whatever it is or just go out and be about. But it's like, damn, like, so how do you... I, I was trying to ask people, so how do you, like, enjoy yourself? For me, sometimes it could just be like, yo... I get home, I'm excited, uh, my podcast is done, I'm ready, it's Friday, and I just want to put on the movie and enjoy that moment. Or like I want to call my friends and go spend time with them, or uh, whatever it is. So um, turning 29, I think what, what is, what is to, to summarize everything is that I learned that, uh, I mean, which I kind of knew anyways, it's like I can't be in control all the time, and I also need to take time as I'm going through this journey of life I need to also take time to make sure that I'm not sacrificing myself for what may or may not be there like you know the perception is I feel like oh yeah I gotta do this I gotta make sure I'm on top of this I always gotta make sure I'm on top of things when it's like sometimes you gotta learn to let things go a little bit and very important is that you also gotta rest a lot, right? Sometimes I don't get to, you know, I don't get the eight hours sleep like I want to. Uh, it's just that there's only so much time in, in the day, you know, like you want, you go to work. Work takes literally 80% of your day because I'm usually at work from anywhere from eight. Uh, I leave my house anywhere from 7.30 to eight to like I'm back at the very earliest five. I would say five is early, 5.30. Uh, I like to go to the gym. So sometimes, you know, I got factor that in as well um, my mom is back home so you know I gotta figure out shit what I'm gonna eat for dinner you know that's why I shout out to you woman to like come home and, and still cook dinner for the family because uh, that is very hard then I gotta be like okay cool so what's next okay there's an event going on I gotta promote this I gotta go out this there's an event going on Saturday I need to go out I gotta get in touch with certain DJ I gotta hit up this and on top of it I also gotta find time to socialize because as human beings we are um, I mean, we're meant to socialize, right? You're, this is that that 
helps tremendously, by the way. It's the fact that we could go out and enjoy our friends. If you like to drink, you know, have a drink with your friend. Just kind of like, you know, be in that moment. So, shout out to everybody that reached out to me, uh, wishing me happy birthday. Uh, and shout out to everybody that came out to my birthday celebration um, that weekend, uh, full of culture, it was a good party. I was turned up the whole time. So, um, I hope that everybody that came and you know, every single one of y'all, I hope that y'all really enjoyed that. And, um, you know what I mean? We're trying to see next year's big three. Oh, um, they say you fall apart after you turn 30. Um, I feel like when I turn 30, I'm gonna be killing it. So I'm looking forward to it, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, that was my little reflection on that. And um, also when I was going through that weekend, I think uh, I want to share with y'all a little story, which I like to do every podcast, especially when I don't have a guest. I like to put y'all on a little bit of um, what's going on. So I was on my way. Um, my car had died in the middle of nowhere while I was headed to Buffalo. And it was late at night and... I mean, it's incredible where, so I started to think, so I have a conflict with myself right now when I think, oh, money is not important. And, you know, I could attest to you that money, I don't think makes you happier, but money is important in the sense where when you need to get shit done. And the only thing most of the time that will get shit done for you is money. So in this whole ordeal, like my, you know, I drive a standard car, so... Uh, I had the standards I had the clutch change A couple years ago But I decided to go The cheaper route You know Shout out to My mechanic Or this is actually Not even my main mechanic But he changed it For half the price of What it's supposed to cost I think it costs Around $1,200 To do it um, And you know I pay half of that So my clutch died On me two years in Which they're not supposed to If you drive standard You understand that These things go for you know sometimes as long as the car but at least you're not changing the clutch every two years maybe every five ten depending on um how good of a driver you are in a sense and i've been driving standard for a while so it's not new to me um so in the middle of nowhere i'm sitting there the only thing that was able to get me out of this issue was the fact that um i have a little bit of i mean i i'm in a position where i have access to to I mean, I'm trying to say this in a nice way, but like, okay, cool. I got money. Like, I got money to to resolve these things. And I think this whole ordeal, um, anywhere north of a thousand dollars, I had to spend just just on the fact that my car broke down. So, because if you factor in, like, uh, I had to get it towed, I had to get it towed. Um, you know, we all know when your car dies on the highway and you don't have roadside assistance, which I don't, um, towing could be a little pricey. I had to tow it And shout out to Elijah um, This good Samaritan Because he literally stopped Because he was like Yo you look like my barber I was like Can you see it in the dark But he stopped over He helped me out He called the towing company He had my car towed To a mechanic That he knew That was in the area Uh, So I had to tow the car there And then I had to make my way To Buffalo To be able to uh, Get on a bus And come back Across the border Kind of thing uh, you know, just to, to, to cross the border. So I'm in Niagara region. If you're if you're familiar with it, um, it's probably like a 10 minutes drive to the border. So just to go across in a cab to the U.S., you know, that was a little bit of, that was a price tag attached to it to get on a bus to come back. Um, now, also, uh, during the week, I didn't have a whip and my car was stuck somewhere in Niagara. So I had to 
you know, I had to figure out, do I leave it there? Do I tow it back to the city? You know what I mean? It was just um, a lot was going on. And then when I got the phone call, like, it's always like your heart dropped because they telling you, oh, yeah, like, you know, there's going to be like 1,500. You're like, what? <laughs> Stop. So after some intense negotiation, because that's what I am, I am a negotiator. Like, I, I never go for the first price. I'll be honest with you. That's impossible. So I told him, like, listen, man, I'll be honest with you. Last time I did this, it cost half the price. So I don't understand, like, how did we get to that? You know what I mean? Um, but anyways, long story short, like, my car did get fixed. I went back and picked it up. And then I just kept thinking to myself, like, damn, like, imagine if this was, like, six years ago or, or you know, the, you know, when I was in my early 20s. And I... I didn't just I just didn't have access to money like that like what the how would I even get myself out of this jam so while I'm thinking about it so you know I'm fighting with myself like damn this is why I need to continue to work hard right this is the main reason why I need to continue to put myself in a position where um when things happen which they do I can at least pay my my way out of problems not pay my way but at least be able to resolve these things right because i need a car to get to work that's very important i need a car to get to work because this is where working is what probably puts in 80 percent of my income in my pocket um so i need to do that but in order to do that you need money and things like that and it's like so while i'm struggling with the idea that money is not everything when shit hit the fan money might be the only thing that you that you have going for yourself I even had to take Ubers and all that shit. But in this whole ordeal, when I look back, I was just like, yo, that's crazy, right? And I know I kind of skipped through the, the story or whatever, but the uh, reason why, because I've talked to so many people about it, I don't want to repeat it or whatever it is. But, you, you know, you get the sense that, like, um, you know, there's a, there's a famous line. Well, I don't know if it's famous, but there's a line from J. Cole that I love. Uh, when it's, you know, something about money... Money don't make me happy, but I'm the happiest when I could buy what I want, fly to where I want, and do what I want. So essentially, it's kind of like a contradictory statement. It's like, don't chase money, but I feel the happiest when I have it, right? Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it's, I mean, you go through these things and you learn and then you pay your way out of it. And then, you know what I mean? Hopefully you learn from that situation. And, and I'm sharing it with you because it's something that I struggle with at various times where um, I've kind of deconnected myself from being in a, you know, in a race like money, 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 money every day. Whereas in there's more important things happening, like, you know, eat better maybe if you can't, um, sleep more if you can. Because these things, uh, believe it or not, they have an impact on everything that you do. You could tell, like, you know, when people don't sleep a lot, they're grumpy. It's a direct correlation that you're lacking sleep or things like that. So, um, best thing to do is just find a median. And whatever you do, like, everything has to do with finding the in between. Or medium for these things um, So that's that Also I wanted to I wanted to give a shout out I don't know if y'all seen this dude The, the Climb five store uh, The five store About to rescue the baby I'm sure This thing went viral everywhere uh, I think this happened in I don't think But it did happen in France Paris uh, This guy just climbed up And I was just looking at him Go I was like man he, he First of all He gotta be in shape To be do, able to do that Most people can't pull themselves up let alone like having, you know, the ability to go five flights of, you know, I mean, I'm talking five levels of a 
high rise building and then pulled his kid off. And um and then through that he was able to get a citizenship and he was recognized and now they, they tell him he could be a fire rescue and it was like it was incredible. It's incredible and I mentioned it to to you guys is because this guy didn't even care about his life to that extent where he jumped up five you know five five flights out I keep trying to say stairs but like five levels to get to this kid and rescue him and you know by doing that, he was able to, you know, get a citizen. I'm sure he was out there shaking it rough in Paris. We all know. I feel like most people in Paris are just having a hard time in life, yo. You know what I mean? The reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because when I went to Paris, every nigga that I knew did not want to meet me. Like, everybody, you'd be like, you know, like, for example, if you come to Toronto, you got friends visiting Toronto. You tell them, yo, come to my crib. Let's eat. Let's kick it. Paris, as soon as you're out there, oh yeah, I'm gonna meet you down the street by the cafe. I I I I met up with a lot of people that I knew, never at the crib. They always tell me, meet me at the. I was like, yo, what's up? Y'all hiding when y'all play? But I think it's just sometimes people don't want to see, they don't want to show you how hard they're struggling, kind of thing. Not to say they're struggling, but like you know, they're not. But I personally don't care about nothing about that stuff because we all, we everybody go through these phases in life where you know sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. It hasn't always been good for me. It hasn't always been bad for you know what I mean. Like it's just you know what I mean. Whatever it is, just you know what I mean. Be proud of what you are, kind of thing. So shout out to him, uh, and I'm sure y'all seen the video. I was just it was one of those things that I wanted to bring up. Um, Couple more things before we wrap this up today is uh, I want to <laughs> so I don't know you know I'm gonna talk about the Kim Kardashian shit first right uh, Kim Kardashian went to see Trump and uh, to talk about prison reform I, I I honestly be confused when us people are buying to so much into celebrities this story did not move me. At all And I'm only talking about it Because By talking about it Sometimes I understand Things a little bit better Or maybe when y'all Listening to it Y'all could tell me Because sometimes I get text messages Like oh man When you said that I was wrong or whatever or, or here's my perspective I'm trying to understand it And I encourage you If you listen to it Hit me up And let me know How you feel about that I personally I think You guys put way too much Importance Into people that are famous Right That are doing nothing But Y'all, y'all fueling that power. You gotta understand, like, and this is from my perspective. I don't follow celebrities, and I've always said that. And I'm not trying to be a rebel. I, I just never like when I first got on social media. That was never the thing for me. Like, I never felt like, huh? I need to figure out what you know this celebrity is doing. Well, let me follow Kim K so she can make me feel even worse. Um, about my life because what you what we don't understand is regardless, and you, you even your friends. You can attest to this because if you've had friends that are regular folks, right? They sometimes, when they get to a certain level on social media era, like when they got X amount of followers, they have they live in two lives because they live in one life for the people and then they live in their regular life. So for me, I don't I, sometimes I don't understand. Like the inspiration doesn't come for me. It doesn't come from looking at a celebrity, somebody I can't relate to. Like I like to I find Regular people That's doing amazing things Like I'm I relate more to that Because I can see myself Doing that You know what I mean So it's It's weird to me That we're 
We're modded, especially in, in Canada. Listen, I need people to even focus. Y'all need to go vote because we need to get uh, uh, the prime minister. Uh, what's her name? Kathleen? When? We need to get her the fuck out of there. I couldn't tell you why. Actually, I can tell you. I can just tell like shit is going up. You know what I mean? Uh, property taxes went up. I haven't even been owning property for that long. And, you know, you can sense like shit is going up. Hydro is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I wanted to even vote for the Green Party. Just so I don't, you know, I don't think the conservatives or liberal uh, would change my life or anything. Or I might go to NDP or whatever that thing is. Um, but we, I think, forget about the U.S. for a little bit. For those living in Canada, we need to focus in, at home what's going on right now and uh, go do your homework and make sure you go vote. I got to even call the voting place because somebody threw away my voting card. So I'm not going to put them on blast. But, you know what I'm saying? Now you create, you're giving me more work than I need to. But I think that you know, people just need to stop giving power to celebrities a lot. You know what I mean? Just, we are the reason why these people are in the position that they're in. And these are regular motherfuckers like y'all. So, y'all expect so much from people who don't even know you exist. And I know in the U.S., it's a different climate, climate, and they're dealing with different things over there. Uh, even us in Canada, I'm sure we do, but it's more things that we can't perceive or we can't see like we don't understand the immediate impact but uh you could definitely do your research voting is up i, th I think uh early voting closed today actually as i'm recording this podcast so uh please go out there and make a difference in the neighborhood or community you live in be concerned about that not that kim went to see um fucking trump why we even pay attention to that i don't know i mean it definitely is entertaining but it's nothing that y'all should be really concerned about. I mean, that's my opinion. I don't like this is how much I don't even care about it. But it was just one of the things that popped in my mind. Like, yo, I'm wondering how y'all feel about this whole shit. Like, do y'all even give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. So um, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Last thing. Um, <laughs> so by now, everybody should be aware of the little back and forth going on with Pusha T and and uh, Drake, uh, Canadian superstar. And listen, I need Drake to come back. I need Drake to go figure this out. And um, if Drake doesn't respond, he going to fuck up the whole summer for us. I'm be honest. Because now when I travel, I'll be like, yo, where you from? Yo, Toronto. You know what I'm saying? Yo, oh, you from the same city as Drake? Of course. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my tag. You know what I'm saying? But if Drake don't get it together, you know what I mean? I can't even go nowhere for a while. I'm gonna have to stay put. Now, I, I'm not a fan of Pusha T. I listen to his music, but it don't move me. It don't do nothing for me. So, um, I know he's on his last diss track. He said some shit that was that was kind of crazy. But I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm biased because I like Drake better, and that has nothing to do with being in Toronto, by the way. But Drake is just putting out. He, he's put out way more shit that I fuck with. Like outside of maybe Fifty Cent, which is my all-time favorite artist, I think Drake got to be up there. J Cole, I fuck with. Uh, except the last couple albums, I don't know what's going on. He too woke now. Like he, he, he's talking about some shit that I'm like, damn, you could just do interview and tell us this shit. Like, you want us to purchase an album to listen to this shit? Like, 
I don't know. I, I like J. Cole. I fuck with J. Cole. Every time he drop an album, I just go listen to the first one. Because that's the shit I still like. The uh, After Forest Hill, I don't know what happened. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I, and I know a lot of people like what they like. You know what I'm saying? So, even 50 Cent be my all-time favorite artist, I can only listen to the first two albums. After that, I don't know what the fuck happened. So, maybe that's the thing. As an artist, you get, once you put out... Um, because the first couple albums, maybe it takes your whole life because you're taken from your whole life. So maybe you have more uh, inspiration or places to dig from. But the rest of it is is literally you just putting out shit out there to like, you know what I'm saying, just to tell us about shit that we don't care about. I fuck with J. Cole. Um, last album, uh, I don't know. I gotta, I've listened to it too many times where I feel like I'm now trying to convince myself that I like the album, but I don't really... Like the album Because I know a lot of songs When I first listen to it It Grabs my attention right away And then I go back And then the more I go back The more I enjoy it even more The more I hear But with the J. Cole stuff I feel like I'm I'm in a position now I'm trying to convince myself That Yo I really like this album When When in fact I really don't You know what I'm saying So um, Back to the Drake thing I think Drake uh, Need to come back I like the The freestyle that he dropped Right, that was I. I really like that. I think he say some shit in a clever way. Pusha T um, came back with some foul shit, right? So we need Drake to to you know back to back. We need we, we right at this point we need one of those. Please do not pull a Meek Mill and don't say nothing. And if not, like I'm be honest, you all Canadian got to take an L for the summer, yo. That's a fact. If Drake does not come out, every Canadian in Canada and across the world, we've all taken L's. You know what I mean? And and I think and I think Drake gonna come out with some fire. To be honest with you, I mean, shit. At this point, you know, you know when you believe in somebody, you say like, oh yeah, like he gonna pull through. You know what I'm saying? Yo, he got it. Twenty four hours later, oh yeah, he just he he's still coming. And then by second, third, um. Day you're like oh shit like now you're like damn I don't know if this boy gonna pull through yeah but at the same time Pusha T also took a few days to respond I think so uh, we out to just give him that and I know he talked about Drake baby mom you know I did my little Googles you know what I'm saying like okay what she look like I don't know about y'all but I know a lot of y'all wouldn't and f- let's talk about this okay there's a myth that y'all niggas I hear think saying that y'all using condoms. That cannot be true. Reason why it can't be true because a lot of y'all got baby moms. So if you sitting and multiple baby moms, so how you how you mad at the nigga Drake? And I get it, she's a porn star or whatever it is. I googled, I couldn't find no porn shit. I just seen videos of her just posting naked. But okay, let's 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 take the porn star aspect away from it. The girl's kind of fine. I'm not gonna lie to you. A lot of y'all niggas right now, y'all busting nuts and chicks that don't look like that. And y'all want to get on Drake. At least she look good, right? If we could dismiss anything, with ah, at least she fine. Oh, yeah, she's a porn star, but yeah, you know Drake wasn't trying to wife you up. The nigga just, you know, nigga get careless. I'm sure there's a lot of y'all right now that got baby moms from being drunks and from not using the rubber. So we can't, we can't get on my man, my boy Drake, like he did some, you know what I mean? That nigga been fucking strippers and shit. Y'all know that. Y'all would do the same shit. I personally even know niggas that, that fuck strippers on a, on a regular basis. And they're regular dudes. So, you know what I mean? So, I think, um, for the sake of Canada, 
Drake, we need you to respond ASAP. Please. Police. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's that, man. That's that. I, I mean, I, I really appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, like I said, I got some exciting things cooking up. And as soon as I get the green light, y'all first to hear it on Activated Podcast, of course. And I got some exciting guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. It's summertime. Afrofest is coming up. Uh, we got the boat cruise. Um, I'm actually, shout out to class of 2008 i'm going to my high school reunion um though i physically graduated here in in brampton ontario which isn't you know whatever toronto um my whole ordeal you know up until i was by 11th grade uh, so i'm going back to maryland to attend the 10-year class reunion which i'm excited about because it's it's a it's interesting enough and maybe I get into it more when I come back or after it's happened um interesting enough to see like damn 10 years and you got um guys that that pretty much all had the same starting point and then kind of see how things uh end up being as far as you know like what's people doing now like people are married now so it's a different vibe you can't say shit you used to say in high school it'll be interesting so i'll be out there um just as a reminder again uh june 16th uh all white african boat cruise party is going down please 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 make sure you get your tickets um i don't usually you know be telling about no parties but this shit happens every year and every year is fucking sold out so if you need more information uh do contact uh one of the, prom- the promoter on this shout out to new levels um uh, go to new level entertainment on ig or go on my ig dc Wizboy activated podcast it'll be on there um for your enjoyment so that is it now i started this thing where i would leave you with a quote there's something that i read this week that stuck with me and i put on my facebook um and i want to tell y'all before i wrap things up uh you know what let me see if i could pull it up essentially what it says is um it might be on and off by a couple of words but the quote goes, nobody cares about your story until you win. So make sure you win. So that being said to everybody, um, until you win, nobody really cares about what you're doing. Okay? So let that be a motivation to go out there and win in life at whatever that might be or whatever it pertains to uh, to your life. But yeah, thank you again, uh, everybody, for tuning in. Every week I'm back, baby. You know what I mean? A little cleansing of my... On my soul, I'm back. You know what I mean? I'm back like I never left and it's going down like the Titanic out this bitch. You know what I mean? So thanks again for tuning in. This is Deactivated Podcast. And uh, you've officially been activated. Peace.